Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart, the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week, we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hi everyone, welcome back to Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urker. I hope you've been enjoying your time off, your time with your friends and family. It is just one of my favourite times of the year. I don't know about you, but for me, now feel free to tell me if I'm true or false, I get very reflective at this time of the year for a number of reasons. One of the reasons I do this is to assess myself. What have I achieved with this year? What could I have done differently? And more importantly, where do I want to go in the coming year? 2023 has been a roller coaster for me, ups and downs. Would I have changed some of it? Of course I would have. With all of it, am I better off for it? I think so. I believe so. I've taken some time to reflect on all of that and think about who I want to be. What's next for Mel? Through all the evaluation and assessment, there was one key thing that propelled me this year, encouraged me to get out of my own way, to step past the procrastination, and that thing absolutely surprised me. That's why in this week's episode, I'm going to be discussing the big F, fear. What it's denied me from potentially, what it's encouraged me and pushed me to do and how I intend to use it for 2024 to stick around. Fear can stop you. Fear has stopped me from being my authentic self. I have had times in my life where I felt that I had no idea who Mel was because of fear of how I would show up. Fear that I didn't know how to step away from a part of me that wasn't serving and I'd have to let that go in order to be more authentic, in order for me to figure out how I was going to be the best version of me. Fear is something that we have to be able to identify and how it shows up in our life. It's so easy for us to be paralysed by it. Paralyse us to the point where we actually agree with fear to stay where we are, to stay in the same spot that we are so comfortable. It's like a warm blanket and you know it's a bit nippy outside and you don't want to step out of your bed and get up, but you know you have to push through it to get up, to get out, and go and do what you need to be to be where you need to be. That's the hardest step, letting go of the old and being brave enough to step forward. When I was younger, I had my whole life planned out. It was mapped. I was sure how things were going to be. It was clear as crystal. Had my business by 25 be rich, travel, do what I want, when I want, how I want, with who I want, life was going to be on my terms. That was the end of it. Bearing in mind, at that point, I'd been diagnosed with polycystic ovary syndrome, so anything outside of myself wasn't in my plan. I was told it wasn't going to happen, so I made a plan around the information that I had, and I was absolutely fine with it. My dad and I were extremely close, He was my love, everything, my confidant, my rider. He was just there for me. When I lost him suddenly, I lost everything. I probably lost, no, I know I lost 
my inspiration, I lost my strength and I lost my why. He was my go-to, my sounding board, just everything in one person. I know for me, when he went, a huge part of me, if not every part of me, went. I didn't care. I didn't have any reason. And I was scared to think about life going forward without him. I didn't know how to think about life without my dad in my corner. And I'm telling you, I was scared. So what do you do when you're scared? You hide. I hid behind everything, anything that I could. And I just got through day by day. I didn't have any plans. I was just going to move through this as best as I could. Which at that time was pretty poorly. I was just a solo band. I continued to move through life on my own for a number of years. When I say on my own, I was around people. In terms of giving of myself, no way. No way at all. I could not afford for that to happen to me again. Then when I met Babe, life changed a little bit. It's changed... It changed whether I didn't want it to change. It changed to the point where I wanted to care, but I was scared to. So again, fear was creeping on my shoulder. He wasn't getting the best version of me, and I felt that it wasn't the best relationship for him to be in with me because I was really not the person that I could have been. And that fear, boy, tried his best to talk me out of it. And I, in, in turn, talk him out of it. Like, this is not for you. I'm in the right state. I'm not really the person you should be with, especially as I can't have children, yada, yada, yada. I was really selling myself at that point. With that being said, he stayed and we, we continued building a relationship. And I remember this point when a friend of mine said, you told God you're planned and he'll show you his. Completely different. I know when God looked at my plans, he probably had a huge laugh and said, that's what you think, girl. We moved, babies and I kept going, and we developed a relationship which has changed my life. We went through life together. We had our first son, we had our second son, and we continued to move. Yes, life happened, of course. We stayed consistent. Not perfect, but consistent. Within this time, I was still wanting to do my independent life. I wanted my business. I tried business one, that didn't work. Business two, that didn't work. Business three, that didn't work. So I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe that desire to be of service wasn't for me. And fear again, it was right in my head saying, you know you can't do this. You've tried a number of times and it's just not for you. I had given up the notion of being of service, being in a position to have any value because, again, fear tries to talk you out of your qualifications and your experience and the right to have access and opportunity within spaces that are out there that many, many people are cultivating their own space and good on them. No one's saying that it's easy. That fear is definitely present, but we have to look at it differently. I've decided to let fear talk if it wants to talk if it wants to because it's going to talk anyway and the more you continue to step out and pursue the passions and goals and dreams in your life fear's going to have a bigger voice and more to say you i we have to know when to turn it off or if we can't turn it off make the positive voices and the positive noise around your life so much louder that fear has to be quiet out. That fear's voice is not even audible anymore because everything else 
your conviction, your movement, your steps and moving out of it are going to quiet it down. How am I going to use fear in 2024? I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to be brave enough. I'm going to step out. I'm going to go in environments that are uncomfortable for me. It's not meant to be perfect. It's new. Try things that I wouldn't have tried last year. Be bold enough to say, I don't know. Can I get some help? Be brave enough to say, I want to do better. Challenge myself to learn the things I need to learn. Seek advice where I need to. Develop where I need to. And just be open to growth. Because that's the biggest thing. If we're scared of growing, we'll never be able to be better. We'll never be able to go where we need to go. In 2019, a really good friend of mine came to me with the idea of a community on Facebook called The Sisterhood. This would be a community where we talked about natural hair, our experiences as black women, and just be there for one another, literally be the sisterhood that we felt was needed in the community at that time. We started it, I didn't think any much of it, having a background in natural hair as a hairdresser, I was just passionate to talk about hair, so I said, let's get on with it. We did it, and week by week, month by month, it grew. It grew to over 10,000 women at its peak. Could not believe it. It just started as a hobby. My friend and I, we just loved doing it. We loved the community we had built, giving purpose again to what we both wanted to do, which was to be of service to our community and our culture. It was working great. So we were at a point in this journey where we thought, let's see how we can monetize it. As we were beginning to look at that and delve more into it, the pandemic happened. Things got shut down and life just changed for not only myself and my friend, but the entire world and business as we knew it. That was fearful for a lot of people economically, in the world, relationships. We lost friends and family. It was just a tumultuous time everywhere. That was a different type of fear that many people are still recovering from. Work has never been. The workforce, I don't think, has ever recovered from it the social anxiety behind it, the health scare. As much as there was a dark side to it, it gave me an opportunity and it pushed me to be propelled by fear to go for things that I wouldn't have normally done. Within that time, I was on furlough and subsequently I was made redundant. With that, it pushed me to go for things. I looked at Garden of Self and thought of how could I reach people and really emphasize the message of self-care and the importance of it, especially at that time in the world. People were very alone, very isolated. How could I keep people together and support them with my skill set? That's when I began Garden of Self. Before the formulation that I learned over the years, I put it together, I put it out there and I let God take the wheel. I launched a website, I created an Instagram following, things were doing really well. I did markets, I was building a lovely community and I was so proud of it and that was when fear really pushed me and in a way I was really grateful for it. But that would be too easy wouldn't it? Towards the end of 2021 life happened again and we moved a completely new area. The boys at that time weren't at school, so I had to homeschool for nine months. Everything that I planned to do wasn't going to happen because I had to focus on the children. They went back to school and fear was like, so what do you think you're doing now? I didn't know what to do. I was in a completely different area now. I didn't have the same connections and community that I had before. My Instagram got hacked, so all of those connections that I had built, I'd lost. I was like, this is it. 
I can't do it again. So I had a break. I gave myself some time to process where I was and everything that had happened over the previous year or so, and I came back again. Within this year, as much as I've had some wins, I've had some huge losses. A really close friend of mine, a mentor, somebody who has contributed to who I am today, I lost suddenly in April. That gave me another little fear in my heart. It reminded me that we don't know how long we have. We don't know when it's our final day. I genuinely believe that we all have a gift, a passion and a purpose within us that we have an obligation to share. That a fear that I had to use to push me out of my comfort zone, to get me doing things that I hadn't done before, to be brave enough to say, I have to give myself the opportunity to be my best, my best by my standards, not by anybody else's. This is a very individual, unique journey that we're all on. And to compare it to others will be stealing the joy and the blessings that we all have uniquely in our own lives. That's how fear has motivated me this year. And am I grateful for it? Yes. Did I like how it made me feel? No. Did I appreciate the dark spaces in my mind that I had to go and be brave enough to identify and work on the healing in order for me to move forward? No, I didn't like it. It was painful but it was required for part of the journey that I'm on. In 2024, I'm committed to doing what I want to do, no matter how I feel. Because if I live my life on feelings alone, I probably wouldn't have done half the things I've done this year. Feelings can get in your way, just as much as fear can get in your way. But the commitment to being yourself in spite of the fear is everything. We all know that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. We have to be accountable to ourselves to apply it. Am I going to fall? Of course. Am I going to have to learn? Yes, most definitely. Do I want to do all the things I aspire to so I can say whenever my time is, I've given my life the best shot? Most definitely. And I'm going to keep going until I do. I want to encourage everybody, every woman that's listening to this, we've come to the end of 2023. And it's been good. There's definitely lessons that you can take. If you took an inventory of your past 12 months, there will be some lows, but I'm pretty sure there'll be some highs as well. So take those, run with those in 2024. Use them as a reminder of how great you've been and how even greater you can be in 2024. Take the lessons. Let's see what we can do in 2024 to be bigger, better and bolder than we've been in this year. Once you've looked at the wins of this year, what could you improve upon? Give yourself three key goals in different areas of your life. They haven't got to be humongous, but I would say they should matter enough to see change in your life. Plan them, set them down as a goal with dates and work backwards and do it. Thirdly, give yourself the accountability to make sure it happens. Don't allow yourself to slack on yourself. And if you can't do it for you, get somebody that will. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations so you can grow and be better, so that you are committed to winning. Bet on you and bet on yourself big. I could go on, I really could, because everybody winning is so important to me. We're all different, we're all so unique but we equally are here to have our right to shine as bright as we are, however that looks for the individual. And I encourage you to give yourself that opportunity. I wish you all the best in 2024. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to speak with me, 
of course I'm always here. Go to www.gardenofself.co.uk, send me a message, let's have a chat, look at the products, see if they can be incorporated into your self-care practice. Until next time, take care of yourself and bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardener Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.